Good morning, good morning, Rabotai. Breakfast is sponsored today by Susan and Giacomo Hakim in honor of the Kahal and wishing the entire Kahal Haslaha. Hazaku Baruch. There's an interesting halacha. The halacha tells us, Shor o kesev ki valed shivat yamim tahat imo. A, uh, an ox or a sheep ki valed, when it's born, seven days it sits tahat imo, and only afterwards could there be any, uh, any thought of a korban, of bringing this as a korban. Why? It needs those seven days in order to be able to be viable. And this is a fascinating question that's asked by the Sefarim, and they ask as follows. If you take a look at the Keshor or Kesev, Kivale, these uh, animals, these domesticated animals that can be brought as a korban, they have to wait this amount of time before they, uh, they can be brought. And the reason is because it's impossible for the animal to walk or to function by itself during those seven days. What's a- absolutely amazing is if you ever watch one of these nature channels, you'll know that in the wild, not only uh, is this true about seven days, but uh, animals like wildebeest and whatever that are constantly on the move, these impala constantly on the move in, the, in safari, you know, in these safari areas that you go, get, go to see in, in Africa. You know how long they give the baby to figure out how to walk? Minutes. Five minutes. Minutes. You see the baby is born, and the baby sits, goes up on these little spindly legs, and it falls over. Stands up, falls over. Stands up, falls over. And the mother's sitting, standing there watching. If the baby can't walk within 20 minutes, the mother moves on. Why? Because she has to. To stand still in an area where you have cougars, and you have... Uh, cheetahs and you have tigers and you have lions and all these wild places a, 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 a herd of wild animals they can't afford to stay still they need to keep moving so how is it that you have a human being who's supposed to be the pinnacle of creation he's the reason why God made this entire universe and for each and every one of us you know for until uh, three months you can't do anything you can't even open your eyes and see colors. And then you see colors. And then slowly but surely, eventually it takes you a year. And then you're walking. And then eventually you're talking. How is it that it takes the animal minutes? And sometimes, even in this case of the, of the Pasuk, days, seven days in order to be fully functional. And for a human being, it takes so long. Surely if we are the chosen uh, species in this world, we should be something somewhat a little bit more uh, advanced in our developmental stages. And the answer, Rabotai, can be understood via a simple mashal. And that is as follows. If a person would like to get training to become a, 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 you know, a, a someone who cleans toilets, so how much training do they need? You know, it's not a very difficult job. You, someone show them with a brush, you rub it around and thing like that. You want to become a CEO of a Fortune 500 company, you want to run a, a factory, you know, uh, you need to understand the financials, you need to understand marketing, you need to understand branding, you need to understand human resources, you need to understand, you know, uh, uh, ethical, ethical resources. There's a million and one things that take a tremendous amount of time to be able to achieve. So human beings, although we're supposedly, you know, at the top of the food chain, and that is, that is true in God's plan for this world, but in order to be able to accomplish more, the more a person needs to accomplish, the more they need to go through in order to be able to be ready to do that job. Rabotai, the Pasuk, when it tells us 
that only after this seven-day period can a korban be brought from the animal. What it's teaching us is that when a person is doing what seems to be a wonderful job, that's not enough. Because even though the animal is capable of walking even before that, until seven days, it's not fully, uh, it's not fully able to stand on its own. You know, with a child, uh, when your child grows up in your home, we do everything we can to be able to give the child uh, you know, all of our ideas and all of the experience we learn. But there's one experience and there's one thing that it's impossible for a father or mother to give the child, no matter how hard they try. And that is the child's own experience. I can give you my experience and I can keep telling you, learn from my mistakes. But ultimately, it's super important for the child or, 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 or the person you're trying to raise up to be able to make their own mistakes, to be able to see and gain their own experience to taste why it's the wrong thing to take a shortcut. Those types of things a person only learns from their own experience from getting burned by themselves. And as much as we would love to protect the ones that we love from situations like that, ultimately protecting them from those things is not protecting them at all. It's hurting them in the long run. Says the Pasuk, you can only have a Qurban when the animal is fully viable and capable of doing it on its own. But Rabotai, there's a deeper lesson here as well. It's not just the motions and it's not just the knowledge that a person needs to have in order to be able to succeed in life, in order to be able to understand what is a marriage, uh, what is a job, what is a relationship, what is, a, you know, what is sacrifice, what is anger, what is patience. It's not just those things, the knowledge that a person gleans when they've gone through the situation themselves. And this is a far finer point that I'd like to communicate with you. And that is Rabotai, and listen carefully, this is a very powerful idea. Right in the beginning of time, we have an example of Adam Arishon. We mentioned this idea. It says, Adam ki akriv mikem, a person is obligated to sacrifice mikem from your own. Ask, says Rashi, what does it mean, Adam ki akriv mikem? When a man will sacrifice a korban mikem from, uh, from your own, it teaches you that a person is not allowed to bring a korban min hagezel. You can't steal a korban from someone else. You can't take that guy's sheep and bring it as a korban. Ask Rashi, why are you mentioning Adam? Why does it say Adam ki akriv mikem? Why don't you just say ki akriv mikem? When one sacrifices, why are we bringing in Adam? Says Rashi, you know which Adam we're referring to? Not a man. The very first man. Because Adam Arishon lived in a world where there was nobody else. There was not a single animal that wasn't his because he was the only man in the universe. At that stage, when Adam Arishon brought a korban, he brought it from his. It was from his own. He couldn't steal it even if he wanted to. What a terrible comparison then. When Adam brought a korban that was his, it wasn't because he wasn't stealing. It was because he couldn't steal. There wasn't anyone to steal from. So how are you comparing Adam Arishon's sacrifice from his own to our sacrifice from our own? And the Kitab Sofer writes something, and it's so beautiful. He says, aside from the actual element of stealing the Qurban itself, where we're supposed to learn that just as it was impossible for Adam, it was physically impossible for him to steal, so too with us as well, we should develop our moral fiber to the point where we don't feel like I'm not stealing, I don't want to steal, but rather that I can't. How could I do that? It's so out of the realm of my possibilities or thought process. But the second idea to me is more germane to today's discussion. 
And that is, Rabotai, that what he's, Adam was being told was, If Adam looked around and tried to copy anybody's avodah, anyone's act of service to God, could Adam have learned what it looked like to love, to be kind, to be generous? Could he copy anybody else in his service, in his development, to develop his own way? It was impossible. There was no peer pressure because there was no peers. In that moment, in that space, in that vacuum of nobody else, Adam Arishon becomes his true elemental self. Adam, who was created by God, alone in the world, becomes the very first unique human being. The Pasuk says, Adam ki akriv mikem, I, don't, I want you, I want you to come close, mikem, from yourself. Not something that you mimicked, not something that you learned, not something that was told, something that you feel deep within yourself, a stirring of your soul. Says the Pasuk over here that only after seven days when the animal is capable of standing by itself can it possibly be a korban. You want to get close to somebody? Do you know yourself? People are constantly talking about getting married, finding their nasib, finding the right person, how difficult it is to find the right person. And I, oh, you know what I always tell people? It's a lot more difficult to find yourself than to find your nasib. You want to find the person to marry? Have you found you? Do you know you? Are you doing you? Or are you a carbon copy spit out a thousand of the same in the community? That doesn't mean that two people can't do the same job and everyone needs to have a different job. That's not the point. You could have two people who are mortgage bankers. You could have two people who sell clothing. You could have two people, but they could not be more different than one to the other. What they bring to their job, what they bring to their life, the way they, they, what they bring to their outlook, that has to be something that emanates deep within the soul of a person. But Rabotai, the requirement to be able to do you, to find authenticity in this world, to find a genuine nature, to find those things. You know what it requires? It requires something that is sorely lacking in the world that we live in, and that is quiet. It's very different, difficult with noise. Because you know what? You're trying to listen to yourself, but you're not even aware if the noise that you're listening to yourself is even you. You know, the greatest element within which we see this is the world of fashion. If you were to wear a three-button suit now, people look at your suit and they say, Hazit, the guy hasn't bought a suit in 10 years. Because you know what? Three-button suits. We have a guy here. He's donated the, uh, the breakfast this morning, Giacomo Hakim. His business is to make custom-made suits. If a guy walked into your place of business and said, I like a three-button suit, what would you say? Get out. You tell him, I'm not wearing a suit with my name on it with three buttons. But now, can I just point out the arbitrary nature of this? I have a suit now with two buttons, I feel good. One button, I like even more. Three buttons, now I feel like I need to update my... What is the difference? What is the difference? There's a famous line from a comedian that I love. His name is, uh, um, his, uh, his name is Stephen Wright. He says, I'm sitting at the bar, and he says, I'm very awkward. And I'm out on a date, and the girl looks at my socks, and she says, your socks don't match. I look down, he says, I was wearing one black sock and one gray sock, and I turned back to him and I said, they do to me, I go by thickness. Now, if you measure the width, you know, socks match based on if they're thin or, 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 or you know, summer or winter socks, then any color matches, you know. But we don't, we don't go that way, you know. 
Today, the way people wear socks on the street, if you wore socks like that 10 years ago, people would have sent you to an insane asylum. You're wearing a dark conservative suit with green socks, with yellow, with red socks, with Majnun. Fashion is the place within which you see the herd mentality play out more than anything else. With women, I remember I have five daughters, zippers, everything is zippers. And then five minutes later, zippers, what are you, crazy? It's an amazing thing, it's an amazing thing that you literally can follow blindly some random person you never met who will tell you this is how you should look. And if you don't look like this, you don't look good. That's a remarkable thing. So when there's so much noise and the billboards are so big, and even when you're on your own phone and you're not even on a website, even on one of your apps, now they have ads that come into your apps, you know? So you're literally sitting there trying to change a document at work, but before you can open the document, they show you an ad and you think, so it's even invade, it invades your space to such a degree that you don't even know anymore what your own voice sounds like. Says the Pasuk, you want to have any sort of korban, any sort of relationship with someone else, with your father in heaven? First be aware, can you stand on your own? Is your life, the way it runs, is it self-fulfilling? Is it self-sustaining? When a person is active in that way, suddenly they're living life in a very different lane. May God bless us always to have the honesty, the authenticity, and the genuineness to be able to live our very own and our very best life. Baruch Adonai Le'olam.